Hey, it's Tiffany, and you are tuned in to another episode of Truth Talks with Tiff. so sorry I'm so sorry like I apologize for this episode being delayed like it is I know I said last Friday that part two would premiere on Monday but I don't know if you could tell but I'm congested because I had well I'm still getting over it but I came down with a sinus infection and woo child the struggle has been real over the weekend and into this week. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all a quick little story and y'all might laugh at me and I don't know if I really should put this out there, but I'm gonna go ahead cause it might help somebody. Okay, let's get into this quick story time. So over the weekend, you know, I started sneezing and sniffling all that and I brush it off as oh it's just allergies so I popped some Allegra went about my business well Sunday evening rolls around and your girl has a fever so I'm just like oh my gosh you know alarm bells are ringing off in my mind I'm just like oh lord please don't let it be COVID and I'm praying I'm like lord Jesus father God please in the name of Jesus eradicate eliminate take it away in the name of Jesus so um yeah And then I proceeded to come up with a bright idea of looking up my symptoms on Google. And you know what happened there? I I came away from that diagnosing myself with 25 different ailments and conditions. So yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Talk about hypochondriac mode activated.com. So yeah, um, anyway, so on Monday morning, I went and got a COVID test because I was like, oh no, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Went and got a COVID test and thank God on Tuesday that test came back negative. So as soon as that test came back negative, I scheduled an appointment with my primary care physician. And then on that day, they were able to get me in the same day. So I was able to go to one of the nurse practitioners on that Tuesday in the afternoon. So I went in and she examined me and she's like, Oh, you have a sign. You have a really bad sinus infection. So we're going to give you these antibiotics and yada, yada. I was like, well, thank you, Lord. Thank you. I mean, I mean, it's not good, but you know what I mean? It's, It's way better than having COVID anyway. So the nurse gave, gave me, um, like the prescriptions and everything. And we're talking and she's like, so, um, have you, thought about getting the COVID vaccine and I said I thought about it yeah sure did I thought about it he goes okay that's wonderful we'll go ahead and put you on the waiting list for the COVID vaccine and I'm like Ooh, hold up pause 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 ma'am uh, you know that <laughs> you know that um clip from Real Housewives of Atlanta actually let me just play it for you this is how I felt in that moment I was like Yeah, I'm like, uh, who said that? 
who said that uh, I wanted to be on a waiting list? I just confirmed that I had thought about it. And I didn't say I had thought it was a good idea or a bad idea. I just said I thought about it. And you came to the conclusion that I want to get it? Ma'am, hold up. Hold your mule, as Mother Shirley Caesar would say. So the nurse practitioner goes ahead and explains why she would recommend for me to take the COVID vaccine. And I listen. I'm like, okay. And then I think to myself, well, I'm about to be on these antibiotics and I got to get over the sinus infection. So I'm going to have to wait a while anyway. So what's the big deal about being put on the waiting list? Go ahead, let her put put you on the waiting list. And then you can say no once it's your time. So I was like, yeah, go ahead, put me on there. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. So then uh, she goes and checks and everything. And then she comes back in the room. She's like, well, great news. You can get the shot tomorrow. And I said, what? Pause. Oh, hold on. I said, well, how? Because I'm about to be on all these antibiotics and I got the sinus infection thing going. She said, oh, no, you're still able to get the vaccine with taking antibiotics and having the sinus infection. It doesn't mess up anything. And I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. So um, long story short, I got my COVID shot yesterday, which was Wednesday as I'm recording this. Yeah. I got my first dose of Moderna and it wasn't because I felt pressured because I could have said no, but I was thinking about the fact that I am going to be traveling this summer and it's going to make my travel a lot easier with having the vaccine because I was about to have to jump through a bunch of hoops and Olympics to um, go on this flight this summer. So now with having the vaccine card that I'll have, it'll be a lot easier for me when I go away. That's the only reason why I got it. I just wanted the card and I wasn't about to go the bootleg route and go on the black market and buy one because I ain't got time to go to jail for a paper card. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I was like, you know what? I just want the card, honestly. Like like my cousin said, we just want the card. That's all. If the vaccine had sugar water in it, I would have been, I would have took it and be like, just give me the card. I don't care. I just want the card. But yeah, so basically, I got my first dose yesterday, and this is not to encourage anybody or try to persuade anybody to get their vaccination. This is just telling um, how I ended up getting it. And also to encourage you not to look up symptoms on Google, because it will drive you crazy. You will think you have all these ailments. I, uh, at one moment, I was like, oh, Lord, I'm about to get my foot amputated. I'm going to have to get my eyebrows shaved off. Like, yeah, y'all, it was just ridiculous. (laughs) So don't look up your symptoms on Google, okay? I was being a little dramatic with what I just said, but y'all know what I mean. If you've ever looked up your symptoms on Google, you're just like going down a rabbit hole and it's not good. So yes, don't do it. I don't encourage it. All right, T-Talk fam, I hope you enjoyed that mini story time we're going to take a quick sponsorship break and then we're going to dive into episode 10 part 2 so please stay tuned
A lot of topics and discussions that I bring forth in my podcast shed light and bring awareness to mental health. I am not a licensed mental health professional. Everything I discuss in my episodes come from personal life experiences and research, so please take note of that as you listen to the podcast. In part one of self-esteem and identity, I really focused on laying the foundation. I did intertwine a few personal experiences, but I didn't really get too in-depth. I was more so focused on bringing forth some of the research that I have found from different psychology websites and experts. But in this part two, I just want to delve a little deeper into the personal aspect and why I decided to talk about this topic. Learning who you are, your identity, is a journey. That's not going to happen overnight. It is a lifelong process. You discover who you are piece by piece. So don't think that, oh, I should know everything right away. I should know who I am right away and feel discontent because you're confused as to who you are because you have to realize five years from now, you're not going to be the same person. So of course, you're going to discover something else about yourself that you didn't know. Like, for instance, y'all know those huge puzzles. It's like thousands of pieces and they're so small and sometimes you lose one in the process. But then once you find that puzzle piece, it adds to the greater picture. And that's what this is, finding your identity. Sometimes you may lose some pieces along the way, but then when you find yourself, as you go along the journey, it just adds to it. It just is continuing to add to the picture of who you are. That's why in the previous episode, I said you have to be careful about limiting who you are to just a few things because you are made up of so much more than what you even think. I struggled with low self-esteem for a good portion of my life and it's due to different factors. Some of them I'm not going to get into because I'm not ready to share it yet. One thing that contributed to my low self-esteem was bullying and I touched on this a little bit in my My Melanin episode. I did go to private Christian schools and the schools I went to happened to be predominantly white and of course especially my elementary years you know kids they are brutally honest and they are quick to point out differences and that was what happened to me quite often. There was this time when I was in second or third grade I believe it was and I remember this because my mom went down to that school and told everybody off because she was not playing about her baby. So we were at recess and um, it was a group of my fellow students playing these girls were playing some type of game or whatever and I, I had wanted to play with them so I went over there and was like hey can I play and the one ringleader girl, she turned around and looked at me like disgusted. And she was like, no, you can't. You're brown. Oh, so at that point, my like heart dropped to my feet. And I was just like, why? Why can't I play? Because I'm brown. She was just like, you just can't play. Oh, 
So she, she was just like trying to explain. She was like, well, who whose baby can you be because you're brown? So how could you be somebody's baby when you're brown? White doesn't make brown. Oh, okay. So I just walked away defeated and I just was heartbroken. I was just so sad. And I remember just wishing my skin was a different color so I could play with them. I just didn't want to be brown anymore. And I, I came home and I told my mom, I was like, I don't want to be brown anymore. And she asked me why. And I was all upset. And I told her what happened. And my mama went down to that school. And she said, my daughter will not deal with no discrimination in this school whatsoever. So you need to talk to them little girls real quick. <laughs> she was not playing. But yeah. And from that point on, it just was a bunch of different things that occurred. And it was always just pointing out my differences. And it made me feel inferior. And it made me, you know, want to change who I was to fit in. Now, this story, I believe I may have already told before in my My Melanin episode, but I'm just going to repeat it. So when I was in middle school, one of my classmates had a party and it was a pool party, y'all. You probably already have a feeling as to where this is about to go. So on our way to the party... My mom told me to keep my swim cap on and she said just to be on the safe side, don't go under the water at all. Even though you have the swim cap, don't even try it. Just keep your head above the water. And I'm like, okay, that's no issue. But then we got to the pool party. So my classmates are running up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, what's that on your head? What's that? And I explained to them it's a swim cap to keep my hair from getting wet and messed up. And they're looking at me like I just explained the Pythagorean theorem. And I'm just like, okay. And one girl says, oh, you don't need that. Your hair is not going to get messed up. Our hair doesn't get messed up. And I'm thinking in my mind, if you only knew. If you only knew. If I could sing, I would sing Patti LaBelle. But, um, girl, my hair is not like yours. But at that moment, of course, I didn't say that because I was trying to fit in. So I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. And at that time, my mom had left. So your girl pulled off that swim cap. Bad idea, bad idea. Not a good idea. Worst idea ever. So, yeah, I, I proceeded to pull off the swim cap. And boom, everything was back to normal. All the attention was off of me. Nobody was concerned anymore. We went on into the pool. So I was splashing around and everything, going under the water, just living my best life. And we got out of the pool. I believe it was time to eat pizza or something. We went to the party room and my hair did have a hair tie under the swim cap. But in the process of me trying to be Beyonce of the pool, I lost it. So my hair was just out, out. And y'all know what happens when natural hair meets water and then begins to dry. So, yeah, here we go. So we're sitting there eating pizza. And I start noticing that folks is looking at me a little funny, but I'm not even concerned. I'm not thinking about it. Until one of my classmates goes, oh my gosh, Tiffany, what's going on with your hair? Your hair looks crazy. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you should see your hair. It looks really crazy. And then like everybody's looking and then 
the laughter starts bubbling and I'm like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing like even some of the parents were looking at me like I was just bozo like girl what's wrong with you child so I was flaming with embarrassment I was wanting to just crawl under the table and hide in the, in that moment because I knew because like I just started feeling my hair I was like oh yeah this is bad so yes very embarrassing they did not let me live that down for a while they always brought that up they thought it was funny now looking back it is funny because I'm like girl you could have avoided that whole drama had you just listened to your mama you could have avoided all of that but you wanted to fit in and that came from a sense of low self-esteem I, I just wanted to fit in with my peers which you know a lot of children want to but it also stemmed from the fact that I was always the only black girl so I already had a lot going against me because I was different from everybody else so I wanted to diminish that difference as much as I could suppress it minimize it whatever I had to do so of course I was going to take off the swim cap because that was one other thing that was separating me from my peers and then the one thing that I thought was separating me from my peers it wasn't even it because then I took the thing off everything was fine then we get out the pool and my hair starts drying and then there we go another thing that separated me separated me from my peers was my difference of hair texture so there I was feeling lonely, that sense of loneliness. And that's what really was the deep rooted issue when it came to my low self-esteem was that sense of lonely loneliness, like always feeling like I was just separate from everybody else, if that makes any sense. As time went on, I had always assumed that I felt like I didn't fit in because of me looking different from my peers, being the only black girl. But I soon found out that I just felt like I didn't fit in anywhere because when I did go to a school where everybody else looked like me, I still had that sense of feeling like I didn't fit in. And I carried that all the way to freshman year of college. I just never felt like I fit in anywhere. I always kind of isolated myself to protect myself because I just was like to avoid from that feeling of not fitting in. I'll just stay over here by myself be a loner we don't realize that the things that we face in childhood we carry through to adulthood and they affect us in a major way like if you had struggles with abuse um, with rejection from your parents different things you carry that into adulthood and that tremendously impacts your self-esteem your sense of self-worth as well as your identity, how you see yourself, how you perceive who am I. When we choose to ignore and avoid those childhood traumas, we never heal from them. And our self-esteem continues to take a hit because of that, our self-identity. And you then fall into the pattern of passing that on to the next generation. And I never saw that until I was in a therapy session with my therapist. Thank God for her because she made me realize this stuff that you're going to continue to carry because you choose to avoid it. You're going to pass that on to your child if you choose to have children. 
And then that's going to be a cycle. It's going to keep going and keep going and keep going until somebody finally says, look, we got to face this head on and fix this before it goes on to the next generation. For some reason, throughout the years, people have assumed that I'm this real confident person, got it all together, but I'm just like Patty, like. If only you knew. Yeah, I, I, I tried it. I don't even know why I went there. But anyway, I was just like, y'all, if you only knew the struggles that I face, how how much I overthink things, how when I receive praise or props from people, I don't know how to take it. I'm just like standing there awkwardly like, please don't like, don't do that. Like, it's it's really not that great or good. Especially like when I would do um, dances or different things I do and people compliment me about it. I'm just like, eh, I'm really not that great. Or even when people would compliment my physical appearance, like you're so gorgeous. I still have a hard time with that. I'm just like, mm, yeah, still working on that. But yeah, when people compliment my physical appearance, I'm just like, oh, I'm really not all that. But thank you. Appreciate it. So, yeah, I don't know why people just assume that I'm this real confident person. I'm still working on having a better sense of self-confidence. Still working on that. It's gotten a lot better, I'll tell you that, but I'm still not where I need to be. And that's also why I did my episode on fear of failure, because raising hand, I struggled with the fear of failure. Why? Because I wanted acceptance and I felt like if I failed at something people would look at me like "Mm, look at her and I wanted to avoid that feeling of embarrassment rejection judgment I wanted to avoid all that so to avoid all that I just tried to stay away from anything that I could possibly fail at you all know that I'm all about seeking therapy you know going to counseling all of that. It's it's good to take care of your mental health. There's nothing wrong with it. We need to take the stigma off of that, that something is wrong with going for help, going to a counselor. Nothing is wrong with that. Because of therapy, I was able to recognize and address the fact that I struggled with a low self-esteem. I was able to go to the root causes of that and learn from those instances and realize that those things were out of my control and to stop drawing from those hurts as a way to blanket myself in a way. So in order to get rid of those feelings, those negative feelings, those negative thoughts, you got to address it first of all. And it's not easy It's not fun, but you got to go back and address those issues in order to learn and grow from them. So then you then can improve and have a higher self-esteem. You tackle those things that you used to see as negative. You turn them into positive. So like I used to see praise as negative when people would compliment me, give me my props. That was negative to me. I would turn it into negative. Like, no, I'm actually not that great or no 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 always trying to downplay it now I accept it I'm like thank you 
And I'm like, Tiff, yes, you did do a wonderful job. Like positive self-talk. Like, yes, I did do that. I did it. And I'm proud of myself. And one thing about it, everybody in their entire family generation can say to you about how great and awesome you are. But none of that matters until you actually believe it for yourself and you can actually speak that to yourself. And that's not being cocky or overconfident. That's being true to you and knowing that you are great. There's nothing wrong with saying to yourself, I am great. What's the alternative? I'm not great. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. That just causes a low self-esteem. But when you're able to talk to yourself, positive self-talk that uplifts your spirits and you never have to worry about, well, what do other people think about me? Because you, you know what you think about yourself. You're confident in your own self. So you don't have to worry about always seeking the approval and compliments of others. Like I had a fear of failure because I was afraid of what other people would think if I failed, what they would say about me, their judgments. None of that matters because I know who I am. When you know who you are, then here we get into self-identity. When you know who you are, it doesn't matter who they think you are because you know. So let them think what they want to think. None of that should affect you because What they think is on them and it has nothing to do with you. So let that negative thinking go of always wanting people's approval and acceptance. And I'm talking to myself right now by saying this. Just let that sort of thinking go because what it's doing is nothing good for your life. Going back to the puzzle piece analogy, pick up those pieces that you lost along the way, those pieces that stem from circumstances and situations that have hit at your self-esteem, that have hit at your identity, pick up those pieces and add them back in to the puzzle of who you are. Don't let those pieces continue to be lost. Pick those pieces up, king. Pick those pieces up, queen. You've got this. All right, T-Talk fam, we've made it to the end of the episode, and i like to leave you with this. Do not be afraid. I repeat, do not be afraid to face those underlying issues that are causing you to struggle with low self-esteem and identity issues. Do not let those things hinder you from growing and progressing in life, because the more you continue to ignore them and you're still wondering why you're still where you were five years ago that's because you're still carrying that baggage that you should have let go a long time ago so I just want to encourage you to face those issues head on look them dead in the eye and let them know you're not going to hold me back any longer so I want to encourage you to go ahead and do that you can do it you got this king you got this queen Move forward in life, no looking back. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Truth Talks with Tiff. Now, I just want to give you a few reminders. Please follow the podcast Instagram page 
at Truth Talks Tiff. That is at Truth Talks Tiff on Instagram. Also, you can join my mailing list on my website, truthtalkswithtiff.com. So you can get all the updates and updates on blog posts. Well, I only have one blog right now on there. I'm trying to do better, y'all. Bear with me. But yes, please visit truthtalkswithtiff.com. Also, here's one more thing. If you are enjoying these episodes, if you are loving them, if you love them, please do me a favor. And on Apple Podcasts, you can do a rate and review. And what this does, it improves my visibility, which means I'm able to reach more listeners because Apple will then push my podcast on their charts to more people. So the more reviews I have, the better. So that would be greatly appreciated if you can do that for me. And that's it. Thank you again for tuning into this episode and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.